Welcome to the Breaks Radio. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Breaks Radio. And I know, I know we left you guys without the dope pod to step two going into the new year, but we're here now, bitches, and we got some shit to talk about. Before we get into anything else, Uncle Murder's wrap up. Do you guys listen to that every, like, literally, I listen to it every year. And it's it's amazing how he says some shit that never really turns into some beef because the motherfucker never holds back. Uh, what did, what did you guys make of, make of the wrap-up this year, Baylor? I'll come to you first because you were talking about it before we started. Yeah, first of all, you didn't introduce us. I did not. Fuck it. First off, we got the we got the whole team in the building today. First up, the first lady of the breaks and Rock the Bells, Miss Mary Almonte's in the building. What's going on? Hey, y'all. <laughs> then we also got the great one. Baylor the Great is in the building. What's going on, Baylor? Tristan Thompson, pull out games. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> We also got the red wine kind of sewer in the building. What's going on, Marquise? I'm on my Jameson Nitro Brew today. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. So now let's get into the wrap up. Bailey, Uncle Murder, what do you what did you make of the wrap up this year? Nothing. It's still a knockoff from uh, what you call it. I think it was name, but yeah, I don't really care for it. And look, and I'm and I'm kind of with uh, with someone someone else said. Uh, I think it's corny at this point that we keep you know, picking on the youngster. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel it. I do I do believe that, you know, if you're gonna ask for equality, then you should get these jokes. But at this point, it's like he's not even bothering nobody. You know what I mean? So and then like stop trying to use his name for for attention. I feel yeah, it. Yeah, man. Oh. I feel it. Mary? I gotta be honest, I don't really check for it anymore. Okay. But I think the what's his name one, this was the last year of that one, right? Baylor, if you're talking about who I think you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marquis. This year, I skipped this one. It's, it wasn't a priority. For we me. need KRS one to do one. Just for the just for the one time. Just for the that one. I'd tap into that yeah. one. Maybe we'll I'll make be, that happen. I'll be on time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Let's get into the topics that we got today. Uh, so coming back from last week, D- uh, Dior has dropped. Uh, a collab they were doing with Travis Scott because of everything going on with the Astro World tragedy. What do you guys make of this deal falling out uh, because of the Travis Scott thing? Mary, I'll come to you first. I feel conflicted, to be honest with you, because clearly it wasn't intentional. And truthfully, I don't even know how negligent it was on his part. Mm. To me, this was more the production company's fault, what happened there. And I think that he went on a... Yeah, the legal, you know, legal training apology tour press run for it and really trying to take all the steps. So I don't know that I feel like he deserves to be canceled because that's what's essentially happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I listen, it was horrible what happened there, but I don't know that he deserves what's happening now. So I'll yeah. leave it at that. And and the, and the thing is that I don't understand why it's all falling on him. Like, and we talked about this before. Like, there's a bunch of people who dropped the ball for something of that magnitude to happen. And the fact that it's all kind of falling on Travis Scott is a bit messed up. Uh, seems like we lost Marquis there for a second. So, Baylor, I come to you. What do you think of it? That shit is weak. I mean, at this point, y'all would probably expect, which I want him to do. Like, he literally would have probably had to, like, start crying on the stage or some shit like that. Like, 
if you're gonna be, be mad at anybody, then maybe y'all need to start hollering at that uh, security company or whoever was there, the enforcement and shit like that. Like I think we've talked about this. If you go, if you attend uh, a Travis Scott concert, you kind of expect that, right? Even if you're not even a fan, you hear about his type of shows and his and his music. Uh, that's what they do. It's just that it was unfortunate that in this situation it got a little bit out of control. But when you have that many people <laughs> attending, then you might wanna you might wanna double up or triple up on the security, right? It just felt like it was like a Megatron Karen that that's high up there put out the word like, "Yo, if you don't, you you know what I'm saying? If you don't do what y'all got to do, then a lot of stock is gonna drop from your company." Sure, sure. Marky, yeah. Um, nah. So this step back a bit. He's been known to tell a crowd to rush security. That's the problem. He's had, he's been warned about stuff like that. Like, oh, fuck security, rush the stage kind of thing. He's kind of encouraged that. That's the problem with his shows and why people get hurt. So I'm not going to take that away from him or, or what's going on and say he's not at fault. But this is bullshit. He shouldn't be losing any type of um, endorsements because of this. It's not like he offended Peter or something like that. This is something, yeah, it was a tragic event, but it's not like, you know, he put, pulled the trigger or he date raped or, you know, he called Karen, called the cops on Karen or something like that. You know what I mean? It, it does feel like niggas are really quick to lose the endorsement, but you still see Johnny Depp on Christian Dior's, you see what I'm saying? Um, Savage commercials. Now, mm. if you want to look back at that motherfucker's history and how hmm. he got away with his shit and we're looking at Travis Scott and Dior is having a problem with him, Double standard. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I mean, yeah. I mean, it seems like he's been made an example out of, but again, it, it's something that it's not all on him. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not. It's It was a travesty that happened, but it's not just... just not Isolated just incident. This is not enough to cancel. It, it, let's be real. I guarantee you the moment his cactus jacks drop and them shits go for like $1,200 again, Dior will be back on it. They'll, be, they'll want another shoe with him. Good point. Good point. Moving on from that to the next thing. Madonna calling out Tory Lanez. Now, Tory Lanez is the motherfucker who can't just, he does not stay canceled because he doesn't he give a fuck die. about being canceled. He don't die. But uh, <laughs> sampling Madonna apparently without permission. Now that is, that takes some balls. That takes some serious balls to sample Madonna without permission. Um, Baylor, I'll come to you first on this one. What do you, what do you think about this, this shit going on with Madonna and Tory Lanez? I mean, when, when I first seen it, like you wanted to know my initial thought, mm-hmm. uh, man, Madonna, shut up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody. Look, I, I'm not. All right, I'm not checking for her, okay. Um, and you know, I don't know. I I I don't know. Hey, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. I don't even care. Like the album or the project or whatever was fired to me. Um, take the song off, then. Shit. All right, fair enough, Mary. Well, what I will say is Madonna's been pretty spicy lately. Like her little feud with 50 Cent. <laughs> Showing her ass and, literally lately. Yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, Tory Lanez though shouldn't he should know better than to be sampling people's shit without permission. So if he did that, shame on him. Especially considering like the chick tapes, like literally was all samples that I'm sure all he sample. had to wait exactly. he had to wait year a year or plus more for everything to be clear like you would think that he would know what to do yeah Marquis um if this was 15 years ago he'd have been canceled because Madonna had power then um 
why is this coming to the news? If you really want this stopped and halt, you don't have to go to the press and do that. You can just call your lawyers and have it done. Exactly. Yeah. You trying to be relevant again? Like, what's the point of that? We don't need to hear it. Just and he did it probably. So you know what? I'm going to get it out there. I'm going to get a buzz and do what I want to do because I can. But she could elite easily just went to the label, get this nigga, stop this nigga from doing my music. So are you, are, are, you say, are you saying that Madonna, <laughs> the Madonna is displaying a little Karen like activity? Is that what we're saying? Absolutely. Hello, police. Uh, listen, uh, listen, this nigga is sampling my music. Uh, I don't appreciate it. Uh, uh, he's at Starbucks right now. Get him. Absolutely. Hey, hey, but Keys, look, I'll go, I'll go a step even further. If if Tori wasn't a part of this Megan shit, then she wouldn't be tripping right now. But then, then I don't know. See, because she could have easily jumped on a bandwagon of Megan and had her on a remix or something. No, you know but, the, I mean? but the but the thing is, when you look at uh, obviously Megan is is up there, but the shit the where Tory started since twenty twenty, the shit that he was about to take off with mm-hmm. to attach your name to his at that point, that shit would have took off. And then look, I'm not surprised that you know these old celebrities is just doing whatever to stay relevant or to bring their name back up. You know what I mean? Because I, again, I'm not checking for her. I know who she is. I know who she's about. That's cool. And I know she got a large cult fan base. But, you know, I don't need, I ain't gonna say what I thought. I, I mean, well, I mean, most of them probably old. I guarantee you, most people know who Madonna is this day and age. Don't know. Couldn't you recite three songs? But And let's not forget, Madonna got away with code switching from, from all of a sudden she had a fake British accent. For years that nobody called the yeah. fuck out, Yo. like, 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 and, nobody, like, and people just took it and just let the shit go. Like Madonna, the only white woman to code switch to another white woman, and she changed that shit. Like, <laughs> like we was listening to it on Tuesday, then by Thursday, she we was like, wait a minute, <laughs> what you? Why? How you do that? I don't, I don't know if the woman did she. Unless she said this is why I don't want him selling my shit, but the most provocative, one of the most provocative artists. To not write their own shit, you know what I mean? Like, what you got beef with? You know what? But and I never, I don't. When I found out about so many classic hip hop songs <clears throat> and the 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 samples, so many samples that's a part of these classics, and I start, I just realized, like, yo, again, I do, I do agree. Maybe he should have made that phone call and say, look, I want to use this, that, just out of respect. But I also look at it as paying respect to that artist. Now, again, she didn't know, so I get it. That's different. But sampling in general, like, yo, we wouldn't have a lot of these fucking classic songs if it wasn't for the song that came before it. Well, it seems like a lot of this stems from the fact that he's credited as the only songwriter on the song. Like, if he would have gave the proper accreditation, it doesn't seem like maybe this would have, they would have tried to, she would have tried to blew this up as much as she did. Get, get my lawyers involved. Yeah. And then here's the thing. If um her true fans who who actually heard the song would have known that, right? Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, and, and again, I I do think he's wrong for that though. At least true. Her, right? yeah. true. Yeah. All right, let's move on to something that I've been interested in talk to you guys since I put this fucking shit on the list. Freddie Gibbs said mentioned that maybe we should have a G League for rapping. Now, for those who don't know, the G League is basically the NBA's developmental program. They're actually turning it, making it pretty legit with like a draft and contracts and shit that they're doing, but. What would you guys think about a G League? For me, I'll say this off the top. Rap is too disorganized as is to have any type of, of, of G League or development program. But I will say that if it could happen, I actually don't mind that at all. Marquis, I'll come to you first on this. I don't know what the purpose would be. I mean, mm. it's not like you have G League R&B artists where you can actually learn to sing and shit. You know what I mean? Like, 
You got people who can sing, people who can't sing. Yeah. What's the point? It's not people who's buying hip hop or paying for hip hop or listening, not listening for lyrics. So what's the point? Yeah. I feel like, like what hip hop was about, that's not what the, who the audience, they're not paying for that. So I, I respect it, but it, it's going to sound like this old dude wants people to appreciate the game and learn their shit and experience what it is to be a true. They're not checking for that. You got punch rap right now. Nobody's checking for that. Look, if the Migos shouldn't be in a G League or the D League or F League, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Majority of the rappers nowadays that are actually banging, and I think 3% of them actually have skill. So there's, there's really no need for it. I don't even know what the purpose is. Like, what's, like, how do you even separate that? And then all you're causing is more drama because now you're going to have niggas. What's, so you're going to call this the what? The, the, ma- the, the major leagues versus the G League? So now you're going to have a major leagues. Ma- Good question. Yeah, mm. so now you're going to have a major league rapper saying, set your G League rapper ass up. Mm. <laughs> now we got and that beat going on. The G League rapper probably sold more albums than the major league rappers. <laughs> if, it lists, if it's not but the I, top three, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then and are we supposed to do a draft? <laughs> no, like, no, 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 serious. Mary, Mary, we're going to start all over. All right? Everybody's a free agent. You drive first. I got, obviously, obviously, I got Jay-Z. I'll drive Jay-Z. You got nine? Well, they should be the coaches. Yeah, they should be the coaches. Yeah, they shouldn't be the ones Honestly. in the draft. Yeah. And with that said, Mary is entering the chat, and I think that we need that shit. Like, uh, obviously, I don't think we should be calling things the G League and making it a known separation, but development in general for artists is like a thing of the past. Back in the day, labels really did take their time to like develop an artist before they would put out a project. And now it's like artists with all the tools and the internet and all that can just put out their own projects and skip the development phase. And I do think the current state of hip hop is reflective of that. We have a bunch of motherfuckers running around out here that really haven't been trained (laughs) that are just dropping shit like it's hot. Okay. So, but Mary, tell me this though, because Hayes just brought it up that, um, how do you, how you d- determine what sound they're supposed to get better at? Because there's so many different styles of rap. So what do you? What if you train a trash artist? Well, I feel like even a trained trash artist is better than the untrained trash artist that we have out here. <laughs> but that trash artist shit is selling, right? That too. So we're about to develop this nigga to be more trash. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking him further down the path. (laughs) Wait, wait. So after, how long do you supposed to stay in the G League? I mean, clearly there needs to be some rules here, but I do get the sentiment behind the statement for sure. I love the G League nigga take off on TikTok. That'd be like the N one league, bro. Oh shit! But they still selling records. (laughs) (laughs) There's not going to be an appreciation or homage for true hip hop if. I can just go in my room, record some shit, be off beat, and sell a million downloads and do a TikTok dance. And the mm-hmm. next thing you know, I got a you know a contract or whatever the fuck I want to do. It doesn't matter anymore. How many of these motherfuckers can actually sing? Like if, if you take an R and B artist now, you know what I mean? If if they can actually get on a hook or something like that, you can add auto tune or whatever the fuck. They don't know how to sing. Get them there live. That's why R and B should have had a fucking draft if you wanted to go there. If you can't sing, you can't be. You can't do this. No, no, they got Jaquez ass the fuck up out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really Jaquez's covers were a thing for a minute in like 2016, but 
Um, the last artist that I know to have been developed was SZA, believe it or not. True. That's, yeah, they built her. You mean sure. as far as and R&B and R&B that R&B album R&B was gold. Right that album was amazing. Hey, uh, Baylor, I know, you, I know you like your sports comparisons. SZA is the Kawhi Leonard of, of music. Damn, why you, that's a good one. That's a very good one. That's a good one. She definitely developed. Um, so look, but 15 years. Hmm? I like Jack, Jack Harlow. Harlow. He's oh, still you know, developing oh, to me. You know who Jack Harlow is? <laughs> What's my nigga in Miami? Tyler Hero? Tyler Hero. <laughs> Which is funny because he has a song called Tyler Hero. They're best friends. They went to high school together. Oh, for real? Yeah, uh, that's, what got, that's what he was talking about. They went to high school together. That's what that whole story is about. Well, good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say anything because I know Jack Harlow's management. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, let's, let's keep you out of I trouble. Of him, so I'll just leave let's it Let's keep you out of trouble. All right, let's go ahead and move into the last topic in this segment. I like uh, Jack Harlow. Uh, I do too. Yeah, for I sure. Do. For sure. I just, I, 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 I wish this album would have been different, but Jack Harlow, as a person and as an artist, I believe, and I think his next album is going to really blow uh, some shit up. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that at the given date and time. But. Aaliyah is apparently dropping a new album called Unstoppable. Uh, Barry Hankerson was interviewed in which he talked about Aaliyah's new album that's coming up so that they realized that she has a lot of unreleased music. What do you guys think about this? A new Aaliyah album in 2022. Mary, what do you make of it? I'm scared. But you know, I always am scared when, you know, our legends drop new music, even when they're no longer with us. So... I don't know. I mean, I just feel like she has such an amazing legacy, albeit complicated when it comes to her personal life. But I Aaliyah was the soundtrack to my childhood in a lot of ways. Um, Not even just my childhood, right? My adolescence. Like I was definitely feeling grown with that age. Ain't nothing but a number (laughs) like a whole vibe that was going there. And then when she paired with Timbaland and kind of became part of that clique, like, like that was high school for me. So I would hate for her legacy to be tarnished in any way. And I like, you know, this was all in the hands of others and not yeah. her. So who knows? You know what I mean? It's it could be a toss up. Yeah, especially when you hear that it, it was kind of raw vocals that they're now remastering. Yeah, uh, so it I'm makes afraid. it. Yeah, it does. It does. It'd be different if these were like completed songs that they just have not been released. But once you start taking and adding your own interpretation of an artist's music and you don't know exactly what they how they wanted that to be released or done it does it does feel a little icky until we hear we hear the actual execution of it Baylor what do you think but but it don't seem it seemed kind of weird because first of all like today's R&B don't even sound like like that and but don't get me wrong we still enjoy that old R&B feel it's just that well why would you release it in this era knowing that you know, probably the demographic you're going to go after is her number one fan base, but also these younger kids, and they don't even listen to that. They don't even listen to R and B. They do. They do. They listen to SZA. That I think there's a way for it. I, I, I and I would feel better about this album if they said Timberland and Missy were going to be the executive producers overseeing. Right. It. Right. People who actually knew her, loved her and had her best interests at heart. Yeah. For sure. Agree. Because I, I, I just won't I won't believe ever that Timbaland working on anything from Baby Girl will ever allow it to come out if it's not perfect. Uh, right. So, uh, Marquis, what about you? Um, I care for you. I care for you, too, bro. That's all that matters. <laughs> OK. 
Marquis saving yeah. his opinion to himself. I understand it. I understand it. Uh, don't ruin, don't, any, don't ruin it. Anyone got Just anything else to add to it before we move it. on? No. All right. Well, that's where, we stand, that's where we stand with that. Let's get into some actual music. I have been waiting far too long to talk to you guys about this album. Nas, Magic, dropped, what, what was it? Was this Christmas Eve when this album dropped? Same. It was either. Was it Christmas Day? Christmas no, it was on. Um, okay, Christmas Eve. Uh, I thought so. It was a Thursday. Yeah. So Christmas Eve. It was yeah. Christmas yeah. Eve. Friday night. Yeah, Friday. 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 12 a.m. 12 a.m., yeah. Let's get into it. Who wants to take this one away first? <laughs> you take it first. You seem excited. Man, listen here. This happened on the same time that I, the same day that I got King's Disease 1 on vinyl and I was listening to that. Then I got to listen to Magic. I fucking love this. Like, I, Hit Boy and Nas at this point, like, just keep, keep until they drop a dud, keep giving us music. Keep giving us music. I love, I love this, this album sonically. I love that it, it's just, like, Nas's confidence is at an all-time high. Not that it was ever low, but it's just like, <laughs> what, what, Marquis, what did you say? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I, something, something hit me. Don't worry about it. Go but, ahead. yeah, it's just, I, I fucking love this album. I love this album. Go ahead, Marquez. Since you since you were talking, no, I'll let you get it. Save me for last. Save me huh? for last. Save you for last, Braylon. Uh, you you said one thing. Uh, you said he's rapping with like confidence or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, you can tell because he just named this shit magic. When you <laughs> he just he didn't he didn't put no thought that this shit is just gonna be magic. You know what I mean? Uh, and then not only that, this was like an appetizer because yeah. we went on. You know, KD three. So only one feature on the whole album, and the King's Disease albums have been very feature heavy, and it's yeah. No, nah, he that nigga is rapping, rapping though. So if we talking about if we talking about the G League, he got to be at le- he got to be like an owner at this point. He got to have some ownership in the league. And and the thing that that so the feeling that I got from this, and this is just in the way that it was dropped, the way that it was kind of just thrown out here, I just. I, if this are, are songs and tracks that aren't going to make King's Disease 3, how fucking amazing is that album going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, man, man, man. Go ahead, Mary. Take what? it away. No, I agree. Um, I think it was dope. I think people are talking crap about the sales not being comparable to King's Disease 2. Um, but honestly, like, I feel like this one was for the fans, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you are a true fan, then you really enjoyed this. It was what we would want from him. So, yeah. Fire. Yeah. And Marquee. <laughs> Go ahead, Marquee. Come on, man. So, this was a stocking stuffer. That's a great way to look at that. I like that. This was not the present. This was the stocking stuffer. And that's exactly what you needed. Um, I think... <clears throat> At his, he even said it, just something to get you by till KD3 comes out, right? He told you that. Mm-hmm. Um, Beating the buzz, I think he said. Yeah. 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 Very, yeah. I think, he, and, and you said it, it's not even a confidence level. I think he's on a plateau where he's walking on water and we're just watching him do it. And it's, this is how easy and effortless it is for him. Um, speechless, 40, 40, 16 building, and um, I think The Truth are the best songs on the album. And again, he didn't put a lot of effort. And the one thing I always associate power with true power is where you don't, you, you only have to use 10% to, t- to show everybody. I have power. If you have to put all your power into it, that means you don't have it. Um, me, Joe black was dope. And I don't know if people caught the analogy that basically means I'm death. Mm-hmm. Um, ugly was serious. <clears throat> Woo for the children was dope because it's, you know, that old homage. I love 
So he's strategic. What he did was he ties an old school, um, I guess the middle age and the new school, and basically show you I can still do this and I can do it better than you. And I can also bring in people <clears throat> to make to bring my point. So when he did EPMD, he bring, brought an Eminem. And remember, nobody wants to be on a track with Eminem. But Nas held his own. But more than that, he's going from a, a whole completely different direction. Eminem's going to do what he do is just take the whole song over and do, do what he wants to do. What he did with um, ASAP, and to me, ASAP is not the best rapper out of um, Rocky. Is not the best rapper out of, a uh, out of the ASAP. So, um, you giving it Ferg. Ferg is the best rapper, yeah. but ASAP is the best musician out of overall. He's the best musician. Um, and the fact that he tied Premier into that, basically saying we're the new gang star, right? So Hit Boy, he's telling you, mm -hmm. this is what to expect from me and Hit Boy because we are the new gang star. Like un 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 the, the pair is unbreakable. Um, <clears throat> lyrically, again, he came with it but he dumbed it down for everybody to simplify it. But he also showed this generation, like I am this much better than you. And he even brought in that sample of um, this dude, um, Jeezy, when he, when he was complaining that Nas said hip hop is dead. Now, why would he do that? And this magic sample, he could have done that a long time ago, but he brought it here. What's about to happen next? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> That's what everyone needs to be worried about. Because like, and like I, I said, if these are tracks that didn't make KD3, if this was just to wet, the whistle for KD3. I was afraid of a KD3 because I was like, please don't mess this up. But uh -huh. now I'm afraid for everyone else for a KD3. I'm I'm ready to say this right now. And we, we can <laughs> come back to this. I, I'm when, probably going to agree with you. When he drops KD3, we may be talking about the best three-peat in hip-hop history ever. And I'm right there with you. I'm right there with okay, you. So because, <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about Eminem. We're talking about Kendrick. I And... Uh, Seriously, I might have to agree with you because if it's going in the direction we think it's going in, and I guarantee you Jay-Z's going to be on this album. You know that, right? And you know Jay-Z's going to be on Bro, I'm trying my best not to get excited. That's the one thing that I've been trying not I to get excited you. about. Write this down. I promise you Jay-Z's going to be on KD3. I think... Uh, Nas is going to prove a point. The only way Jay on there is if Jay don't want to be on there, and Jay wants to be on there. He his his. I think Jay's ego has been tampered with. I want to say this as serious as I can. As a person who listened in the, in the beginning, I listened to Jay-Z more than I listened to Nas, mm. even though I still feel today as an adult that It Ain't Hard to Tell is the best song written ever in life okay. across all genres. I have, wow. Nas, I have Nas, K. Tupac, and Big as my official Mount Rushmore. Boy, I, we're I, getting I, real I, tonight. I'm not... I'm not I'm not afraid to say this as a person who sided with Pac, who sided with Death Row during that, and I said I will never give them niggas my energy to say the best rapper of all time is from New York. But Nas Why? is the best artist, best hip-hop artist I have ever heard in my life. The, the fact that he's giving, like, and don't get me wrong, what Jay-Z and his growth has meant and, and how he's changed and, and kept himself relevant is is all fine and dandy. Before four four, Jay Z did not rap a single bar. That was a spoken word album. The fact that Nas at this age, this advanced part of his career, is still giving you a, a triple double every rip out. Nas is the greatest rapper of all time, and people are worried oh. about K Dot dropping this year. Listen, I'm a huge K Dot fan, but KD three may may completely change some shit for some people. I can I can look at I can look at and I can understand where Jay fans be coming from because Jay Z makes me want to be uh, a, a good superior black businessman. 
but Nas makes me want to like be just a better black man and like period. He makes he makes like a black man is just the dopest creation ever. And while saluting his black queens, like his music is very digestible. It's all right. <clears throat> so I go I, and 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 I know like for me, I listen to a lot of music. Like Karis one, I told you how I feel about Karis. And I know how, how people feel about him. <clears throat> and I remember we always talked about, um, I always talked about how Jay survived the times basically being the rapper's favorite rapper. Everybody wanted to be Jay at that, that point. But almost four decades in, man. Like, even Kanye said it. Kanye's best friend is Jay-Z, but Kanye, Nas is Nas. Like, Nas is, if there is a computer algorithm, Nas is the greatest rapper of all time. Like, that's it. There's, if you want to, if 10, 100 years from now, you want to study hip-hop, if you want to say, you know, what lyric, lyricism is, what a rapper is, what an MC is, a storyteller is, there's your prototype right there. There's Gene One right there. We It was all hyped up before when they wanted to build this super project, Nas, and it felt like in the beginning he was constructed. And the biggest complaint about him was that we, he never had the right producers to, to finally bring him out. And people counted him out. Now he got the right producer. And the producer is what? 15 years younger than him and has matched his sound perfectly. He didn't do it for Big Sean, but for Nas, he did. That says a lot to me. Man, listen. You know what? We are a good, and this may be something that we need to consider doing is like a smaller series, like a quicker set of videos or whatever. It's just to really break down the growth of certain artists over different albums. Like pick three different albums over the course of the career and show the, the growth of them in between those different places in their, in their careers. Because Nas, you can literally... Do I the Nas documentary, the Nas biopic, whatever happens with Nas at some point, somebody needs to be doing this. Marquis, I always I gave you the nickname. You are the hip hop historian. Like, and I know you you are a huge Nas fan. And maybe this is something that you need just need to take, bro, and just honestly do a a mini series on just to educate the people me. on Nas. It's cause it's it needs to be done. Me. Huh? So and as long as you do it with me, here here's oh, yeah. the thing. Karis one has a string of albums. If in, in a certain span of time, but Nas did it for four decades. We've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. And again, it's, it's the fourth decade. There's two and a half albums so far that are, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real. The, um, the, 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 um, Lost Tapes 2, that wasn't a bad album. If those are his throwaway shits, like that shit was a dope album, but the last two albums and Magic, and if KD3 comes out to be, even if KD3 is mediocre, regardless, the last, Two and a half projects, unheard of to be your latter albums. Your what, twelfth, thirteenth, and fourteenth albums? It's fucking unheard of. So no, I would, I would love to do a um documentary on him. This is this is unprecedented. This is un, un, uncharted waters we're in right now. And again, I, I want to lose expectations because I still want to see that Lauren and Nas album, but I do want to see a Jay and Nas album now. <laughs> we'll never get that, bro. Never get that. Uh, all right, let's move on. For, well, anything left on Nas Magic before we move on? Nope. All right. No. So I threw nice this job, in here nice. because literally there's it's very rare nowadays that I hear that I hear quote unquote freestyles where I'm like excited to like literally talk. I wish we would have recorded like right after I heard this. But Lotto dropped this super gremlin freestyle. Did you guys all get a chance to listen to it over the last couple of weeks? I did not. I did. Marky, you got you have to listen to this freestyle. So full full disclosure, I had COVID again. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. The boy was out for a bit. Damn. Oh, I'm okay. here though. I'm alive. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's all that matters. Oh, I'm still alive. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mary, did you get a chance to hear it? I did. What did you think about it? First of all, I feel like Lotto is a problem. And, like, 
she's been. So this was not no news to me, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I mean, that's really the summary of it. Like, I feel like she's someone who we need to watch. <laughs> For real. She's up next. Definitely. So, I'm going to step back. My ask questions. Go ahead. Well, I just hope that nobody gets a hold of her and, like, she doesn't catch that one summer anthem and then she just keeps <laughs> trying to recapture that because if she has good people around her that is focusing on her on making quality music, Lotto's going to be a problem for a long fucking time coming because this this was this was bananas. Go ahead, Baylor. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I don't have any expectations. The only thing that I can think of is that um, we also got like dope. We got dope freestyles from like Reason. And these are people that I was looking forward to, you know, hearing a dope album from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the freestyles are dope or whatever, you probably more relaxed and there's no pressure behind you. You get to rap over some dope beats and things like that. But at the end of the day, I am sorry. Nah, I spoiled it for a lot of you niggas. I need, <laughs> I need an album. You know, I need a, you know what? It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Why? Because Tory Lanez came out with a project and I fucking love it. You know what I mean? So, yo, these niggas is a, really applying. You know what? I take that back. We do need the G League. I'm sorry, we do need that because <laughs> I want to because the freestyle is dope. But if if the album don't hit, then I don't even care because mm. I'm not I'm not rolling I'm not rolling my window down for the freestyles. That's a good point. That's a good point, Marquis. You got to listen to this tonight and then just messages in the group chat what you thought about it. I got I got a question for you though. Like okay. and Baylor just pointed out, there's many a rapper that got great freestyles. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's good. She's good. So, Okay. And she can flip it too. With I mean, one of her songs is like charting right now. Big energy. Yeah, which I can't. Big stand blank energy. Track. But but she 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 <laughs> she she yeah she's good. She's good, bro. She's she's at the bare minimum. She's going to be an artist that you can at least that I feel like you're going to always be able to pull something away from whatever project she has out at the top. So okay, Lil Sims, right? Those Sims is amazing. I know, but nobody checking for her, right? That's true. You get my point. Mm-hmm. That's great. We we have great artists that, that can kill it. So <clears throat> this sounds great. But I think the other thing about Lotto is that she she plays up her sex appeal, mm. but hits you yeah. with lyricism. Like she but does. Hits you with lyricism. Yeah. She's she is like the modern day little Kim. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. We'll we'll be tracking it. We'll be tracking it. Um. Let's get into TV and film. This insecure series finale. Who wants to take it away first? Yes. Okay. I, uh, yes. No. Go for Baylor? it. Baylor? No, you got it. You got it. No, you got it, Mary. You got it. I mean, it was everything we wanted, right? Like it literally was the happy ending we wanted to see. And to be honest with you, it was realistic. I loved how they used the time warp mechanism as birthdays because truthfully the older you get and y'all Hayes and Baylor by the way happy belated birthday Baylor I don't even think we said yeah, baby. Oh, yeah for sure happy belated Baylor but y'all both had birthdays so I think around and I'm around the corner I think around your birthday time you really do realize how quickly time goes and how these years just be flying by and I felt like I feel like one of the missions of Insecure, whether they acknowledge it or not, was really to kind of embody 30-something life, right? Mm. Outside of being black, outside of L.A., you know what I mean? But, like, 
just that whole 30 something experience. And I think your thirties is when you really realize like, holy shit, time is flying. I had expectations for where I wanted to be by now and I'm not there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so your the birthday thing is really kind of that benchmark, right? So I loved how they really, because I gotta be honest, and I think we said this on the show before, it moved very slowly that last season up until the last two episodes. And the episode before last, I think we all agreed. We were like, how the f- are they going to cram everything into this one last episode? Like, this better be some phenomenal shit. And honestly, Issa Rae is genius, and the writers, don't want to discredit them, for how they really chose birthdays as the time warp mechanism because it was realistic, right? And so at least it showed that there was time that passed between the shit with her and Lawrence, right? Like it wasn't like the very next day after the blow up at the going away party for Tiffany and Amal, you know what I mean? That Issa like called him and was like, all right, let's get back together. No, it was like Nathan X himself out of the equation, which honestly I was proud of him for. And I really didn't like him up until then. <laughs> Dale. I, I'm being honest, but it was like, you know what? Good. You saw that you needed to leave. <laughs> so bye. Um, and then like the friendships kind of really being the love story of the show that we maybe didn't realize until that point. Right. Like, honestly, I felt like the moment of crystallization was when Issa and Molly had that moment and Molly, like at Molly's wedding. And I was so happy it was Molly's wedding and not Issa's, right? Like, mm. because it was, Issa was able to be there and have that full circle moment of being happy for her and really being solid and genuine in that friendship. Like, you know what? And they were able to have the moment where Molly really thanked her for loving her through her fuckery because there definitely was that, right? So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It really was black women having their happily ever after, but it didn't come easy. And that made it relatable. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I applaud Issa Rae for that. Seriously. All good, I think all that, that summarizes it for me. I mean, it was damn near, damn near perfect series finale. Like, yeah, I, as much as this season dragged, and I, Mary, me, you talked in the group chat and stuff, like, this last season really should have been like an hour and a half movie. But with that being said, they ended this, the final episode, they really ended it the best way. they could. I, I can't think of a better way to do it at all. All to the points that Mary just touched on. It was it was damn near perfect, Baylor. Yeah, I know. I've seen a lot of people uh, complain about uh, the ending. I think they wanted more from the episode before because that was, you know, the spiciest one. Mm-hmm. Those uh, people are miserable. And yeah. I said it. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciated uh, <laughs> the very last um scene are part of the the episode is because when you you start to reflect on all of their growth you know what i mean going all the way back to uh you know just the numerous dates and things like that um and then you just see her drive through the neighborhood and where she passes her old apartment where she passes by her old job where she first started and things like that and i was basically telling us this is the end and she's moving on Sure. Great, great finale. Um, Marquise, uh, Marquis, what do you have for us for Black yeah, People Like I'm, Rock 2? Oh, did you watch well, no, the finale of Insecure? Uh, I just I, assumed I, you didn't I watch did. it, bro. And, My bad. No, 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 no. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, that was cute. I love that. <laughs> so, 
I'm glad I binged it the way I did. I don't think y'all appreciated what she did. This series, this season didn't drag. It was more, there was an anticipation because we know it was the last season. So we're waiting for something. It actually was pretty good. The way she told the stories from all different perspectives and who was involved and who the episodes were focused on leading up to the final episode where it was everybody's goodbye. I thought it was actually, it was done pretty well for a final season. Each episode focused on each character and the development or the final ending of each character to say goodbye. That's all it was. And it, she did a really good job of it. At the end of the day, and I think you said, you said it best, um, the, the expectation, if there was an expectation, then you were wrong. But this is exactly how it should have played out. There was no, oh my God, you know, you know, he's on his knees and he's just getting married. No, it was, this is the long term. This is how a, a real relationship would end up. And her best friend finally found happiness with someone who she could identify, who accepted her for her flaws, also on an equal level as far as salary, intelligence, and basically didn't, you know, the bullshit that he dealt with. That was some real shit. Um, Kelly, like, look, look. You know what? And not to interrupt you, Marquis, but you just raised a great point. I think people don't pick up on enough, or maybe they do, but I haven't been reading anything in, you know, any, any of the trades. Um, you know, not for nothing, Molly didn't settle. Molly really did hold out for a dude who was on her level. She yep. won. But carry on. Yeah. I think, um, again, it all depends on what you're looking for and what you want to get out of, but true black love. And I praise Issa for the scenery. If you don't know what LA is about, <clears throat> you don't know what the people are about, I think this gave you a really good, genuine sense of the feel of LA overall, even the gentrification part of it and how she wanted to maintain its black authenticity. Um, I loved it. I thought the finale was great. It didn't feel me wanting more. I don't want to know anything else. That's all it is. It's, you know, that happily ever after everybody says the end, you don't know what happens after, you know, he gets the princess and they get married and you don't know the story. Cause when they actually have kids and they got to go through the rest of that shit. No, they showed you the happily ever after. This is what it is. This is what our life is going to look like. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. All right. Anything left? Shout out to Issa. Just sad that it's Shout over, honestly. But happy that it was. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Marquis, Black People Like Rock yeah. 2, what you got for us? So I got something small. It was funny because there's a band called um, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, uh, M Shadow, and it's, it's a really heavy alternative uh, metal band. And apparently his new album is influenced by Kanye West. Go figure. Mm. Mm. Okay. So I'm intrigued to hear that. Um, the lead singer of Pearl Jam has a new solo project coming out, and I'm excited about that as well. Eddie Vedder is a dude. Mm. Anybody hear any good music lately? Not rock music. Yeah, yeah rock, rock is music. not dead yet, but I'm excited about those little projects. And I hope uh, my, my boys Foo Fighter win um, Alternative Album of the Year. All right. That's it. A quick update from Marquee. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, we got a topic. Keep you out to the close of the other culture. <laughs> We uh we got a topic that we've been waiting to end this show on for quite a while, and that is albums we consider perfect. This has been like a month in the making between everyone missing days, everything, three albums each. Does everyone have their albums that they consider to be perfect albums? Yes. Did you really yeah. have to drop the everyone missing days part, though? Well, I, I mean, because we all have at different I'm points pull, in time. Pull, like, nah. since we came up with this, we've all missed at least one day. Um, nah. <laughs> who wants to take it away first? Was this strictly hip hop or this was this just is albums in, <laughs> as a whole in general? In other words, we're unprepared. Okay, <laughs> no, because I had, no, I had both. All right, yeah, albums uh, overall. Okay, um, I think the, the I changed them 
shit since, but I'm gonna go with the Chronic 2001, um, uh, King Disease, King Disease Two, and Dog Food. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Who's next? I can't do this. I I got, I got this more than three, man. Listen. All right, I'll do three. it. All right, go ahead, Mary. Mine's all over the place though, and I just did it off the dome. Okay. But I'm going, and I'm sure this will be controversial. I'm gonna go the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I'm gonna go Outcast, Aquemini, and I'm gonna go SZA, Control. Wow. Okay. 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 Now there's all okay. that's just the three that came off the dome, not in any order or whatever. All right. All right. Cool. <sighs> Marquis? I can't give you three. I got more than three. I'm sorry. Bro, come on. No, you got to give us three, man. Just be great. Come on. And I'm glad you took that one, that one for me, Baylor. I'm going to say, you know what? To be controversial, I'm going to say Red and Met, the Blackout album. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 36 Chambers. I'm sorry. There's no in the world that's not mm-hmm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was thinking that, but it was going to be too obvious for me, so I'm glad you took it. Yeah, and then I'm just going to go ahead and say The Low End Theory by Tribe. Mm. Okay. Agree with all those. All not those. Mad at any of, I'm not mad at anything anyone said, honestly. So I went. I wanted to go a different way with my list. A, I wanted to go very much. I wanted to stick away from the ones that everyone will know be on my list. Like, for example, uh, I think oh, the God. conversation that started this, uh, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is absolutely a perfect album. But I didn't want to mention it here because I've talked about it so heavily. So, again, this isn't all of the albums that I think are perfect. But this is a list that I want to present here because I think it, it's going to Show some things about me. The first one that I want to start with is Blood Sugar and she- Sex Magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I agree. 100%. That is a perfect Absolutely. album. Perfect mm-hmm. album. Another one, Enema of a State by Blink-182 is a perfect mm-hmm. album. Perfect it's an album. absolutely perfect, perfect album. album, and I will argue with anyone any day about perfect. that. Again, if you're going to notice thing, I, I steered clear from hip-hop because we have some, and I trust you guys to... Really bring it in with the hip hop shit. Back to Black by Amy Winehouse is the last perfect mm. album that I'm gonna bring up on this list. Perfect. And so, like, yeah. those are albums that literally, I don't know if somebody like who, if you have an ear for actual music and you're not just like a hip hop fan, how you can listen to any three of those albums and not think that they're perfect albums. Tame Impala's album almost made this list for me, but mm. I kept it off because uh, I wanted to focus on some other ones and kind of more classical ones. Um, but yeah, especially. Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic by Red Hot Chili Peppers. When I tell you that album at that point in my life was like the shit to me, couldn't nobody tell me shit. Couldn't nobody tell me nothing about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You, you do know so, Green Day got, got one in there, right? Got a perfect album? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't surprise so I gotta me. tell you that I'm with Marquis. Picking three isn't fair. I think we should get an honorable mention. All right, go ahead. Go, go ahead with it. honorable mention. mention it. I'm gonna do D'Angelo. Voodoo. Which one? Voodoo? Yeah. Okay. That was a perfect album for me. Okay. I can see why. And what does that mean? No, it's, it's you have to be a true fan, fan of music, because his first album was more for the masses. Yeah. But if you really listen to Voodoo, yeah. that was a perfect album. Okay. Not everybody appreciated it. I thought you were trying to play me for a second. I was about to... You don't want it. You don't want it. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Never done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marquis, uh, who would be your honorable mention? Motherfucker. Uh, I'm about to kill you. Uh, Enema, Tool, uh, Nirvana, Nevermind, mm-hmm. Ready to Die. Uh, uh, one. All right. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, Fuck y'all. Baylor, Baylor, what's your perfect album? Your There's a Dark Side. Off the Wall by the Goat. Mm. Oh. I mean, Purple come on. Rain. Off. Come on, bro. 
Those are just you, you just gotta give Everything it at Stevie that point. Wonder. Um, yeah, songs in the key of life, Stevie Wonder. Listen, oh, fire. Fire, right? listen. got that on vinyl. Got that on vinyl. Right A little bow wow. <laughs> Wait, did right. I give my honorable mention? This haze and and Mo, my my honorable mention. Uh, introducing DJ Shadow. Wow. Wait, that was the one with um. What is it? The six day, six day, whatever. Is that album? Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Absolutely. Yes. Very good album. Yep. Very good album. Stop so playing. Please, Stone Age in there, I'm surprised. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's hey, it. Wait, 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 wait. How, how we feel about Chingy? We done? We finished or we done? All right. That's it. Huh? It's time where once, once Baylor starts that, that yeah, uh, we out this motherfucker. Um, uh, go ahead and give him any parting words. Let's get the fuck up out of here, Mary. Go ahead. Right there. Right there. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, wait. Really quick story. I know um, when Chingy said, um, yo, you know, it's sad because this whole thing, Ludacris don't want to promote nobody but himself. And Ludacris is like, what you talking about? That's Ludacris. <laughs> I can't. So my right. friend used to date Chingy. So there's that. Um, anyway, I am at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms. Follow Rock the Bells and also follow Young Urban Moms because shit is coming soon. Hell yeah. Season For real. Two. All right, Baylor. You can find me in a G League listening to Chingy. <laughs> that nigga ain't even a G League. That nigga an F League. Oh, that nigga's European, Stop. bro. Stop. He was what? he was significant to the culture at that time. Ooh, ooh, do what you do. <laughs> oh my god. That song got on my fucking nerves because I lived in St. Louis during that time. That shit was fucking on the radio all the goddamn time. Man, fuck Chinky. Um, Marquis, any pardon words before we get the fuck up out of here? If you motherfuckers need a hip-hop G-League, that tells you exactly the state of hip-hop we're in. Mm. We're doing... Are you, th- are you, think, are you think Chinky password on his laptop is right there? How many R's? <laughs> With four R's? Four R's? Four R's. Yo... I'm going to make a conscious effort to be social this year, so I changed my profile. So praise key to God. <laughs> Peace, God. Uh, my parting words. is <laughs> Songs About Jane by Maroon 5, a perfect album. We won't know because yeah. we're not no. going to talk about it. Yeah. No. Well, fuck. No, it is not. I love that album. <laughs> I was trying to... Go back leave, and listen to it I was again. trying to leave, leave on a I cliffhanger. Um... But this has been another episode of The Breaks Radio. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadio at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we out this bitch. You can hit Peace. us up on Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Hey, hey I got a cold, hey, I got a cold topic for us. Uh... This has been a presentation of The Breaks Radio.